Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 338, March 9th, 2020. Uh, it was 61 degrees on this day in 1879, and 10 below twice, 1951, 2003, and an additional note. 10.9 inches of snow on this day in 1915. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. So, uh, more than a week ago, you told us, I'll be gone for two weeks. Yes. I'm going to be in some some training. Some training. For TSA. Uh, it was for TSA, yes. And it was your hope that uh, you were going to become a TSA agent. At one point last week, you said uh, you told us that you were now a federal agent. I was which sworn in. struck fear into all of us. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was sworn in as a federal agent. A uh, TSO. Did you get a badge? I did not get my badge yet. I didn't make it that far, but I was sworn in. And as a uh, federal employee, I, I would like to be referred to because that's like a senator that stays with you. So <laughs> I would like to be referred to as Officer Rookie, please. Well, we can't. This, uh, we can't because it turns out the reason you're here is that you were kicked out of the train. I was kicked out of the training, um, <laughs> because, basically. Because you weren't eligible, uh, which you should have known prior to signing up, but you didn't know that. Well, I... Uh, Were you goofing on the old people in line? Yeah. it's. Uh, I was there for the, the pat-downs. <laughs> Pat was very... Royce was very worried about that on Friday. I was, I was like Francis Sawyer in Stripes when <laughs> yes. I raised my hand. When Francis Sawyer says, when do we get the guns the first five minutes? Yes. I, was, I was requesting, uh, when do I get to pat people down? And they, they told me to just dial it back a little, son. When and, do we start the pat-down right, training? I, would, I, I patted myself down right before class, so I know that I'm... So all all of this was for naught. All of this was for naught, and I can I don't want to bore you with all the details. You're not going to but because if, I'm not going to allow you to. Okay, and I'm not going to reveal these. I'm only going to I revealed them on Table Talk on Sunday. Well, that's where people should go to hear. So it. you should go to Table Talk with Rookie's family. We break it down, and you can find out exactly why well, I was I'm asked at, not at to Table continue. Talk though that they don't treat you quite the same way we treat you. Uh, I, I'm worried about that. No, I think the family gets on me pretty good. Oh, okay, the family there's okay, uh, the I photo think, of you on social media. In the uniform was outstanding. You have I to hope, give that back? Um, I was told, uh, this is part of the story, but I was told to, um, I had given, I had one shirt on my back. Yep. And I said, I can take my shirt off and just give it. She said, no, please stop. <laughs> I, I was received the stop button. And she said, why don't you um, go home and take those off, just rip them off, cut them out of the shirt, and then... Bring them back. The patches. The patches. You cannot. Uh, I'm picturing when I close my eyes. I'm picturing John Candy in vacation as the guard of uh, Wally World. My two, uh, the two people I was compared to was uh, John Candy at right outside of Wally World. Sorry, folks, the park's closed. The moose outside should have told you. <laughs> yes. And then also Paul Blart, uh, mall, mall cop. Mall cop. The mall cop. <laughs> so I'm back. I am free. I I had a, a tenure. Of about 72 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Get the story on Table Talk. Google it. Table Talk with Rookie's family. The only, uh, the only news in America today, if not the world, is the tanking markets 
and the continuing what's uproar about coronavirus. But what it does is it makes it difficult to sort through the news and try to get a rational handle on everything. Uh, apparently, it's a serious problem if you're elderly and you're compromised. What do you mean by compromise? If you have an underlying health condition. Immune system. Uh, Heart, lung. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like the gimp. No. If, so if you're 75 years old and you've, you've got a bad ticker, I, I would suspect that you are in a state of uh, uh, vigilance. What about 54 and a bad ticker? I would imagine you should also be in a state of vigilance. Now, do you see my concern, Mr. John Hyde? Everything, news will, experience? Be, everything will be fine. Don't worry. Do you wash your hands frequently? Um, not after I go to the bathroom because, <laughs> listen, here's why. No, I don't want to hear the answer. Here's yeah, why. Please. What is so, how is my deal going to catch the coronavirus? Right. It's probably. That not- thing is not out in public. Plus it's. I, I don't take them out and take them for a bleep and walk in the airport. Plus it's or the not, soccer match. It's not really big enough to catch anything. <laughs> oh, damn. There we go. That's okay. Okay, but continuing well, the other, on. The, the other way you could phrase that, and it might have been more charitable, it might have been more diplomatic, is that uh, you might believe that that part of your anatomy uh, is cleaner than anything in a public restroom. Because you know what you know what sets me off, and I guess a lot of these uh, urinals we go to now are motion detectors, so you don't have to hit the lever. But the soap dispenser button, gross! Yeah, yeah, well, and the handle on the faucet, that's even worse! You know, I ask you if you wash your hands frequently, a better question would have been, do you own soap? <laughs> that's a, You know what, that would have been a way right to the point. You know what, I want to go to the stores. Apparently they're starting to get depleted. Yeah. Uh, and I want to go and see what's left. Nothing, because that would tell us what we don't need in I, our lives. I, I work. What's with, left? I work with some people up the hall that are uh, they're really really scared, and they've been out doing the shopping, and according to them, nothing is left. What are they frightened nothing. of? Because I, I I've, I'm distilling what I'm frightened of. Virus wise, they're they're afraid of getting the virus oh. and getting sick and dying. But if they're healthy, uh, relatively young people, uh, it sounds like it's very survivable. What I'm afraid of is it's becoming a self fulfilling prophecy, and it's going to shut down the country. It's going to shut down the markets. It's going to shut down airlines. It's going to shut down banks. It's going to shut down places of employment. Uh, I I joked two weeks ago on Twitter. People misunderstood me, but I said, I have the sinking feeling that we're all going to be placed in home quarantine. Right. Well, it, that seems to be where we're headed. I was downtown over the weekend, yeah. and a lot of bars and restaurants basically just closed because there was nobody out. I was out all weekend doing things, and I didn't notice any. Uh, I got a pair of shoes. Oh, and I asked the uh, guy. Got new shoes. I got new shoes. They have, they have socks. And I they asked the socks. guy if he had noticed a decline in uh, traffic, and he said no. Hmm. No. Um, my uh, former federal agent friend that works at the <laughs> airport. <laughs> uh, I can describe with the the uh, the vibe at the airport. There is hand sanitizer. There are cleaning wipes everywhere. About maybe. Uh, 15% are wearing masks. So are you seeing less people? No, it was uh, fewer, today it was fewer people. 
Today it was it was full. There you're there not, are no changes. Uh, that's not how we talk but in Douglas County. Oh. I can tell you on international flights, uh, non-revers are really happy because uh, you oh, can get on. International right. flights are open. I'm I'm domestic. Pleased, I'm not. pleased that I don't have to be on an airplane. I got a call today. I was supposed to go to California at the end of April for a function to speak to buy uh, shoes. No, and uh, <laughs> I was told today they canceled. And really, which was fine with me because. I'm I'm just neurotic enough to do to think I really don't want to be on an airplane right now if I don't have to. You know our buddy Shay Cab, <clears throat> yeah. Her uh, not her company, but her friends who run the same type of companies are seeing a drastic reduction in business. Yeah, I would imagine so. But you still okay? But Shay Cab still has to take you if you don't have a car to get groceries at uh, right. Lunds. Right. Yep. I mean how. And I guess I went into a Walmart this weekend, and I, I can say that they were very light on the the cleaning wipes. Right. Uh, there was toilet paper and all that other stuff, but those people are really freaking out about well, you, you well, tour You two were in here on Friday. Uh, Such, I told the story of my sister-in-law who lives in Seattle, works in a hospital, and she was made to work from home uh, all of last week because the hospital is not only full, every bed taken, uh, they're also on quarantine. Mm-hmm. And she said the town, Seattle, completely out of toilet paper. Well, uh, I have wow. somebody in my family who works at Costco. They're running out of toilet paper on a regular basis for the last two weeks and cleaning, hand cleaning stuff. I mean, at, and at four in the afternoon, not at nine at closing time. And they're really going to need the hand cleaning stuff if they're out of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the test of all of this in terms of how much of this is hype and I'm, I, I believe it's a serious illness, and I believe it's among us. I, I'm not doubting that for a second. But the real test would be, and God forbid, let's say another 9-11 happened tomorrow. I, my prediction would be that news-gathering institutions would never mention the word coronavirus for the next five days. Because the news-gathering institutions are in the business of promoting hysteria. That's what it's come to. Yes, they are. And this is what they can shout the loudest about. So you could say, well, no, the market is a big story. Yeah, it's a big story because it's been connected to coronavirus. Do you forget you just interviewed um, Osterholm two weeks ago? I know. And you heard how serious he was. I, I believe everything he says. I'm not taking this lightly. I, I just think it's tough for the average American to be able to put this into context it, 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 and, and, and have some perspective about it. Wait, 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 no, slow now. What do you mean by that? Do you mean that people are not worried enough or well, people I mean, are too worried? Well, at what point uh, are, is the average American going to have to begin to make daily decisions about not going someplace? The term is social distancing. We're supposed to be engaged in social distancing. I've been doing that my whole life. I, you have. <laughs> so have I, basically. Yeah. And, but the, a term that means think twice about being in a large group. So uh, let's say you have uh, uh, two weeks from now, you have two tickets on the blue line to the Wilds' final home game. Is it going to get to the point where people are going to say, you know what, I'm not going to go to that game? I didn't think twice about going to the uh, state hockey tourney on Friday no. night. Uh, but I will tell you this, on Table Talk, I was mocked, Matthew wasn't there, but by my three kids, that mom and dad are, are overreacting to this virus. And I said, no, mm. this is this is legitimate. So maybe it's part of the youth are going, ah, who I cares? Check, I check attendances uh, every day in the NHL and NBA. I've seen no drop-off. 
I've seen no decline. You in see what's going on though, like especially in Italy right now. Right. Well, we oh, go ahead. they shut down a third of uh, the country's yeah. closed. Well, but but the the part most affected is the their economic engine, the northern third of the country, Milan, right. and that's automobile manufacturing and fashion, and God knows what else. And all these there. sporting events in uh, Europe are being held without any fans. Uh, mm-hmm. They just announced the F one race in uh, Bahrain mm-hmm. is is going to run, but there won't be any fans there. Wow. Well, the Arnold Palmer Invitational was held over the weekend in Orlando. That had record crowds, not record crowds, but it had the typical golf fans. No one was. But staying what was home. the tournament race he was chatting about that they closed? I'm unaware of that. He w- he told both of us when we were sitting out there that they closed something in California because one. Oh yeah, I don't know what he some golf tournament, but I, I don't think it was a PGA. Oh, event. it wasn't. No. Okay. So our dismissal of those that are dismissive of this coronavirus is it arrogance or stupidity? Well, I, it, it's hard to define how you would be dismissive. Not not concerned to not show a. Uh, my oldest with McLaren sits People there and are says, dying. It's, it's, how, how can well, that be disputed? You're People showing, are dying. You're showing both sides. Because I'm struggling, which is what I told you before the show. Yeah. I'm struggling to find the context in which we face this, the perspective we're supposed to put on it. So far, I haven't stopped doing anything. I went to the mall Saturday. The Mall of you America. You went to the mall? Well, I but wow. haven't been there for more than a year, but that's where I happened to get the shoes. Good-looking kicks. <laughs> and that's where I asked the people, uh, have you noticed a drop-off in traffic? And they said, we were talking about that this morning. And No, no, we haven't. You know, two weeks from now, m- maybe things will change, and I would not think of going to the mall. Did you take your usual stool up in Hooters? No, no, never got off the... <laughs> she's got that mall down to a science, and yeah. she parks right near the Nordstrom's door, and in you go, get shoes out, boom. Earlier today on Twitter, uh, the word hashtag panic was trending in California. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because of this. So, uh, Seattle Mariners opening day, would it be uh, stupid of them to let that go on as planned? Would that be a dumb idea? I don't know the answer to that. I uh, do have a family member right now in Seattle. Uh, who's, I asked him, I said, do you notice the streets? Are they empty? He said, no, there's a lot of people out. But he talked to the fellow he's staying with that lives there who said, it's down. He can tell the numbers are down at stores, at restaurants. Yeah. But my kid said, no, there's, there's still restaurants are full when we go in. The, f- the yeah. fish, uh, what is it? Was it a fish market? Yeah, the fish the market. market. was completely empty, I saw. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, a, a, that's a huge place. But that's know. a tourist destination. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, the locals really don't hang out there. And have you updated your, um, the CP's thing for her car? She puts it in N, and it goes to Nordstrom's. Yep. That's neutral. <laughs> that's neutral. Oh. Indian Wells Tennis Tournament. Is oh, that's canceled. what he said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now they're providing us, they being whoever this was, uh, some news service, uh, were, we're being provided the songs we're supposed to sing. What? what? Wait, what? While we wash our hands. Kumbaya. Oh, right, yeah. the 22nd songs. Love on Top by Beyonce. I don't know that. I don't yeah, know what I keep. Raspberry Beret by Prince. Okay. Jolene by Dolly Parton. Oh, that's a good Jolene. 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 Africa by Toto. Oh, Angie would love Come on, Angie, we love you. Sing it to us, Iowa. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, Lose Yourself by Eminem, Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield, whoever that is, Heaven is a Place on Earth, Belinda Carlisle, Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. Oh, let me sing it for you. No, I don't want you to. Uh, Wet your hands with clean running water. No kidding. Are you... 
Seriously? Warm, uh, warm or cold, turn off the tap, apply soap. Lather your hands by rubbing, rubbing them together with soap. Lather the backs of your hands between your fingers under your nails. Scrub your hands for at least 20 seconds. Rinse your hands well under clean running water. Where do they think my hands have been? Dry your hands using a clean towel or, or air them. Uh, okay, I I feel I'm fairly confident in how I know how to wash my hands. Pretty good. I, I Are you you're pretty that. good? What do they think, think you've that. been doing? Yeah. Joe, I just heard this, uh, shared this post with you. I stumbled upon it on Facebook. It's an imagined conversation between Neil Diamond and the CDC. CDC, wash your hands frequently. Neil Diamond, hands. <laughs> CDC, COVID-19 is contagious. Neil Diamond, touching, touching hands. <laughs> CDC, don't touch hands. Neil Diamond, reaching, reaching out. out. CDC, please avoid that. Touching, touching me, touching, touching you. <laughs> Wash your hands <laughs> boom, every boom, day. Boom. <laughs> Where is it? I, I couldn't I figure out why here. you were singing that earlier. Now I know. And was he tapping his new kicks while he was doing it, too? Kenny? Yes, sir. Oil is heavier than water. <laughs> oh, God. We covered that on Uh-oh, Friday. Did I miss something? Yeah, okay. We, we covered that on Friday. It sure doesn't feel like it, though, does it? Yeah. That was a, you know... Sometimes you make mistakes. What weighs more, a pound of lead or a pound of feathers? Oh, that's hilarious. Lead, for sure. It's heavier. <laughs> Funny stuff. Well, doesn't it have to do more with density than it does with actual weight? Yeah, oil is viscous. Thank you. That's a great word. A number of emailers uh, wanted us to be aware of uh, the math problem that uh, Brian Williams had uh, when he was on the air with Mara Gray, who's a New York Times <laughs> editorial board member. Uh, you tell me when you have that, Reeves. Uh, they struggled with the idea that Bloomberg spent so much money, and they posited <laughs> that uh, Bloomberg could have given each American one million dollars and still have money left over. Uh, because that seem right. Because because he spent five hundred million. Um, actually, with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. Got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It when I read it. Uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent 500 million on ads. U.S. population 327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American one million dollars and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. No, no. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's funny that um, actually, it's uh, even I get that he could have given 500 people a million bucks. But he didn't have enough money to give 387 no. million people right. a million bucks. Doesn't work out. Uh, th- these are two prestigious people in the news gathering institution, and I'm, I get it particularly uh, interesting that that Mara Gay, who I've never heard of before, is a New York Times editorial board member. Play it again. Is that a groin kick? Nah. No, just bad audio. Okay. Just bad okay. math. Actually, with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It, when I read it uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. U.S. population, $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American $1 million and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. He would have been it's able to give them $1, right? 
one something, right? A buck fifty or something, yeah. like thirty eight yeah. or well. I, I, rookie. We we uh, especially us cannot be groin kicking people about math issues, <laughs> especially us. Yeah. That was more of a question of self preservation. Can we not draw attention okay, to that? Yeah. <laughs> he without sin cast the first stone, right? Yes. It's Motor. a one point five two. One dollar fifty-two. One uh, uh, motor oil floats on water yeah. because it's less dense. We unlike know. you guys, sometimes. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> thanks for all the help, GLers. Oh, Alan Fram weighs in on the same. You know, if thing. you want to be helpful, GLers, instead of being insulting, help me work out this bat, ball, and a dollar ten oh, deal. God, because I again. still, truly, honestly, do not get that Sheesh. one. I'm not commenting. Because neither do you. <laughs> I'm just staying out of it, Kenny. That's all. I'm okay. just. All right. I'm just not going to get into it. So, <laughs> riddle me this: If you get the coronavirus, I wanted to ask this earlier, but if you get the corona, yeah, all right, which we all more than likely are going to get it at some point, maybe it goes through you. You know, you're sick for a while. Whatever right. you improve, can you get it again? Yes, I yeah. think just like you can get the flu again. Yeah. I think it's it's going to be a virus that. Enters the human condition. It'll be some years you might not get it, and other years you might. Okay. And 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 if if cooler heads prevail, I, I'm sure a vaccine will become available. And just like you get a flu shot, you probably have to get a coronavirus shot. Got it. But if you're if you're healthy, uh, and you don't have any underlying problems, uh, you might get it, but it might not have any devastating effects on you. There, it's obviously having des- devastating effects on elderly people. There are many coronaviruses. Yeah. I found this out over the weekend. Okay, this, That's why they keep calling this one COVID-19. 19. Because it's just one of... So there's 18 other strains in front of it? But I, the other ones are all controlled or whatever. Oh. Are covered or... I, I didn't understand. Well, I don't know if it thing. was Trump specifically or one of his uh, factotums. But whoever it was did a disservice to elderly people by saying, no, go ahead and go fly. Yeah. Take off. Go places. No, that, that was a disservice to elderly people. Uh, what do you think of this, Joe? Scientists in London will pay volunteers 3,500 pounds to be infected in experiments to develop a vaccine for the deadly virus. That's not enough money. That's not 3,500 pounds is not? That's well, about the same as dollars, right? Pounds right. are. About, I think it's about four grand. It's about four grand, but that's ridiculous. I mean, I. I it, mm. I'd take it in a second. Well, at your age, at your age, you could right do it. Now. Or we're, Reaver's age, you could get away with it. I'm not going to do it. I don't think I should either. Are they going to fly me over there or do I have to foot As the bill? As a matter of fact, I'll do it's it for good. three grand. <laughs> Although the way the market's going, right. I might consider yeah, it. <laughs> Got anything else you need to infect me with? <laughs> Go ahead, throw Get it in there. Give me the whole mix. Where's the menu? Yeah. <laughs> Cullen from Sioux Falls writes, the article you shared about the increasing girth of American automobiles deserves a better explanation. One could deduce that the reason consumers want larger vehicles is because the infrastructure is in shambles. As more dollars go towards social programs, less dollars go to the roads that those of us who don't live in Diversityville use every day. Moms and dads taking their kids to hockey practice simply don't want to drive the family sedan anymore. God knows if their Impala will safely and adequately navigate the potholes, non-existent drainage, unplowed roads, and poor design. 
This sparked a theory. Climate change doomsayers could potentially create a situation in which consumers demand larger and larger vehicles. Should something as moronic as the Green New Deal become law, even fewer dollars would go toward infrastructure, thus consumers could respond by purchasing even larger vehicles in order to negotiate bone-shattering rough roads. This would clearly be an example of the world's greatest and most misunderstood law, the law of unintended consequences. Larger vehicles equals increased fuel consumption, or in terms of the electric vehicle, a greater demand for mined heavy metals, which is not acquired through green methods. America, where we drive $70,000 SUVs on roads that have more holes in them than the Green New Deal. Isn't that a good point? Did you see the Twitter guy that sent a picture of me driving to work? Yeah. In, in a, that was no, Vic. Yeah. That was Vic. Vic, yeah. How the hell does a whole Jeep body come off? Come <laughs> oh, off the yeah. whole car. It came off the yes. frame. The yeah. frame kept going. Yeah. That's what worried me. <laughs> and the guy was in it still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. head sticking out yeah. the top. Yeah. yeah, the birds and the stars <laughs> around his head. Tweet, tweet. Thank you, GLers. We'll be back uh, in just a moment. Stacy, the GL geologist, has not weighed in. I anticipate that she might. <laughs> we didn't even get a liner, <laughs> and, and I had a little something to say here. <laughs> and, and, Wait. And we should maybe tell the GLers what you just said off it's the air. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Well, I, I, Joe Suchere. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it, <laughs> and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Okay, I've got a couple Stacey, the GL geologist. No, no, it's not my turn. <laughs> Just uh, go. You, you know go. what? Oh, you Third go. time's no, a charm. You go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Well, I'd really like to tell you guys about my TSA experience, <laughs> but it's not my time. Ricky, I've got a question for you. Yep. How much How much did you pay for your house? How uh, much did that car cost, that fancy new one? Um, you know, and, and I'm also wondering while we're at it, how much do you spend on pull tabs and whiskey every week? And the final question, do you have coronavirus and are you planning on sharing it? I have Corona Extra. Asking people, as you know, Matthew, um, what they paid for something, not cool. Not very Midwestern, not very GL, unless you're talking about a customer of DKMags.com up in New Brighton. Then ask away, uh, because I know that you know that we all know that DK Mags has the best prices around, and they can pretty much uh, price match nearly all firearms and accessories that you'll find elsewhere. So if you see something across town, downtown, uptown, out of town, you think, hey, that's a good price. Don't buy it until you've at least called, logged on to, or even stopped by the shop at dkmags.com. They're on Old 8 up in New Brighton. Find out what they can do for you. DK Mags wants to ensure it. I'm just going to come right out and say it. They want to ensure that you get more bang for your buck every single time. And don't forget about Monticello Pond and Gun, another valued member 
of uh, of the GL families. They're all GLers, and they're the best little gun shop around. DKMags.com. Uh, Sucha, how much did you pay for those shoes, by the way? Did None you get, of your business. Did you get a bowl of soup with those <laughs> None shoes? None of your business. <laughs> Stacy, the GL geologist, has not weighed in yet. I imagine she will. A 5.8 magnitude earthquake reported Sunday, 53 miles west of Petrolia, California, was one of 10 recorded in the area in 24 hours. This uh, falls under the rubric, if you want something to worry about that you can't do anything about, (laughs) consider earthquakes in California. The other nine range from a 2.5 to a 4.9. People from hundreds of miles away reported feeling them. This is according to the Sacramento Bee. Mapping showed the first nine occurred in an elliptical shape that was growing to the west. United States Geological Survey data shows that The most recent was a 3.3 that occurred at 7 a.m. Monday off Ferndale, about 46 miles west of Petrolia. The 5.8 happened around 8 p.m. Sunday, and more than 2,600 people reported feeling light to strong shaking. Uh, Petrolia is a coastal town about 270 miles northwest of Sacramento. Experts say the epicenter of the 5.8 magnitude quake was 1.3 miles beneath a part of the Pacific where multiple tectonic plates scrape against each other, according to a report by the Berkeley Seismology Lab. The other nine quakes range in depth from a half mile to nearly six miles from the surface. Petrolia is well known to the state's geologists. It was 2.5 miles from the epicenter of one of the strongest quakes ever to hit California, a September uh, a 7.2 on April 25th, 1992, that injured 350 people. The region around Petrolia, Cape Mendocino, and Punta Gorda, uh, which are all just 10 miles from each other, is not the only northern terminus of the San Andreas Fault, the lab reports. There are uh, there, there the interaction between the Pacific and the North American plates fundamentally changes its character. And this goes on and provides maps and what have you. So uh, you want to worry about something you can't do anything about? Big earthquakes in, uh, in California. Big earthquakes. What does South Korea have against the, J- the Sea of Japan? They're, they fired more rockets in North it. Korea. I'm sorry, North Korea. North Korea has fired three unidentified projectiles off its east coast Monday. Seoul's Joint Chiefs of Staff said in a statement, it has detected the three launches made from a town in the north's South Hamgyong province. Mm-hmm. The statement says South Korea's military is monitoring North Korea for possible additional launches. They're always firing. Why, why don't the climate change freaks worry about stuff like right, that? exactly. How many fish do you kill when you fire a rocket into <laughs> right. the ocean? How much do you warm the ocean by firing a rocket into it? And this little Marty Allen's always doing this. Uh, Nuclear talks between Pyongyang and Washington remain stalled since the second summit between North uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and U.S. President Donald Trump in Vietnam and Hanoi ended without any agreement. They're test firing, right? Yeah. They're just seeing how far they go. But they're just, they're ruining the ocean. They just keep, I can't believe they don't take out a fishing boat. They don't Mm. explode when they... The water, do I don't know they what just, they do. They just sink. Yeah, but they they, they wreak they? havoc. Okay, they don't blow up. I, I didn't think so. I thought they were just shooting shell, you know, oh. empties, just to see if they can go yeah. to see how far. Yep. Did anyone see the audio and video of Trump visiting over the weekend <laughs> or Friday? The CDC. Yes, I, I did. with his with his gar with the, his attire. I wasn't concerned about his attire. Oh, I thought his attire was kind of odd. But he he told these guys oh. <laughs> that 
I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But his uncle Bill or somebody was a big shot at MIT. Yep. And uh, Trump says, "I get this stuff. People are surprised that I understand how yeah. this all this works." Yeah. And the the CDC guy is looking at him like he's going to swallow his teeth. And uh, Trump says, yeah, "I get this stuff. I'm 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 on top of this because I my I think maybe I got it from my uncle. He was a genius, and uh, I guess I'm a genius when it comes to this stuff." Yeah. And I thought, well. Uh, I'm not finding this reassuring. I didn't find it reassuring. On Twitter, somebody put something out that said what it looks like when your soul leaves your body. And it's that guy from the CDC just looking and going, what in the hell is going on around here? Uh, Yeah, I had thought about putting that in my news today, but I didn't want the email, so I didn't. Well, I I think that uh, even Trump fans have to look at that and think, what in God's name is he are you allowed it? to proclaim yourself a genius? Is that something one person can I, do? I like, don't know. I think we like can. maybe Rush does and a few others. Yeah. Because I would like to go on record uh, right now as saying, I'm no genius. Yeah. I'm not right either. here. I got my I'm arm not either. I got in, my hand up. In that whole uh, conversation, remember, he also said he didn't know the flu could kill people. Yeah. Well, and it killed his grandfather. Yeah, we found out later it yeah. killed his grandfather. The president needs a, a, a Kenny. You know, when we keep rambling and Kenny just goes, Matt. <laughs> no, 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 no. He will not tolerate those people. I know. They, then why do you think they all get fired? They get fired. <laughs> if, you, if you disagree with them, you're gone. Right. I'm staying out of this portion of the conversation. It's not necessarily, uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not well, I guess, oh, you are too. I guess it is. You are too. But I, it's just, uh, it's <laughs> disconcerting uh, that that he would take that opportunity to uh, believe himself to be an expert on this. And then he says he didn't want anybody let off the boats because that would Im- that would increase his numbers, his numbers, his numbers, his numbers, because he's desperately trying to you know prevent this from becoming an election issue, yeah. Yeah, which it, if, it depending how it plays out, it could very well become an election issue. Uh, but he's almost much wa- he's almost must watch now when you see these uh, videos I, and I, audio. I, I'd fire you guys if I could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't. So, yeah, so here we are. But if you make the decision right now to get on a cruise ship, that's on you. I think right now, I would imagine uh, many, many people are either not getting on one or canceling their plans to. But we just had another what comedy that were quarantined over the weekend. I mean, who are these idiots that are saying? Well, some of them are from Minnesota, Chris. Well, I know, but doesn't that enter into your brain at all that that might not be a good idea? Well, right we now? ran out of smokes. I've been playing a lot of solitaire. <laughs> I wouldn't get on any cruise ship that carries more than twenty-five people. That's how I would. That's do That's my pontoon. Okay. Yeah, the garbage barge. My I, I can take twenty-five people. I but I, I can't take to be on a boat with five thousand people. Thought, it looks like a floating ghetto. Wow. Come on. What yeah. are you doing? I thought your boat was called the Cirrhosis of the River. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. <laughs> Hail the Flashlight King. Hail, Hail you. you. As a podcast listener, I listen at my own pace. I recently heard the 1917 film recommendation. I thought I would check it out. The movie was great. Original cinematography. I appreciate your recommendation. I wanted to let you know I was one of seven people in the 150-seat theater. Much like the mayor, I don't like crowds. For Kenny's sake, I packed. I always do at a movie because there's no escape. I also made sure no one was behind me. 
This guy's worse than I am. Uh, I yeah. do that at the theater, too. I am fortunate and have a badge, so I don't need a license. I wanted to let you know oh. I know many St. Paul coppers, and if you go to a movie, oh. you can bet if a copper is in there, he or she is armed for your safety and theirs. Mark, a Fargo cop. Thank you, Mark. And I would hope that anybody that wears a badge always has that firearm on them, unless they're in a bar drinking. Joe's uh, mode of operation has all uh, has improved this week as he bought new shoes so he can run out of the theater faster, <laughs> pushing people out of the way. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Joe, yesterday, meaning uh, Sunday, was beautiful. 60 degrees in sunshine. I was checking out my mom's place. She was smart and left for Texas two days after Christmas. And I, as I was opening the garage door, it hit me. The garage logic opener. Now, I know the rules. The first 70-degree Friday is the opener. That's when I got to thinking GL is not exactly bound by the borders of Minnesota. It's worldwide, from Eastern Europe to Florida to the West Coast and many, many places in between. In other words, couldn't the adage, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, pertain to the opener? The simple fact that it is 70 degrees somewhere. I do believe you need to rule on this. Whether or not the opener is bound by the state of Minnesota or not, by the way, I would not be surprised if Rookie used a whoopee whistle when patting down the little old ladies. Love the podcast and all you guys do. Uh, except for height, his singing is not very good. <laughs> Jeez. Sincerely, <laughs> Ryan Johnson Wilmer. Yeah, let's hear no, you Ryan, sing, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, don't get me going Ryan, down this sorry. road. We're not changing the rules. It's the first 70-degree day in Gumption County. That's right. What I don't get about some of you GLers, you're all so obsessed with rules and following rules and making up new rules. Well, you can't believe and... the grief I took one year when we tried to change the rule, remember? I remember oh, that. Oh, that my God. Really there bad. was a, They were coming at me with torches. Remember the year Joe was gone? Yes. And you and I were tested. Yeah, <laughs> that was a disaster. <laughs> That'll never happen again. There's another one about the oil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's heavier? Do you guys know that oil's well? Yeah, yeah by yeah. a pound. You're another one about the oil. Yeah, oh, throw it away. Throw it away. No, this is kind of neat. Throw it away. There's an old rhyme regarding water: a pint a pound, the world around equals eight pounds per gallon. I don't know what that is. Common motor oil tips the scale at approximately seven point four pounds. Seven point three four, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was part of the one of the reasons, not the, but one of the reasons that I was not allowed to continue. I would go feel pat down and get to the swimsuit area. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Haverkamp. This is a late update, but have to share. My wife's birthday birthday was before the Super Bowl, so we had a small dinner gathering. Knowing her friends were coming from North Branch, I asked if her girlfriend would stop at the Grundhoffers. We received our rookie burgers and Philly cheesesteak brats with a $40 gift certificate on top of it. The wife said, you get gifts on my birthday now? Since the Super Bowl was the next weekend, I brought the brats to my old man's to test them. My wife declined one, so I made two, one for me and one for the old man. The wife had a bite, and I found myself out back in the snow, refiring the grill to throw two more on. Uh, Now my inventory was down to two for our guests at the Super Bowl. Lucky I had the rookie burgers. I uh, presented the brats sliced and had a side of horseradish and au jus for the Super Bowl yeah. guests to dip. Lastly, I didn't take advice on the grill mat for the rookie oh. burgers and nearly lost an eyebrow after the flames <laughs> shot up to the sky <laughs> when I flipped them. I'm pretty sure my neighbor took a little bit longer letting his dog out as those brats let the cool, crisp air filled with a beautiful aroma. Uh, quite state fairish. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Uh, and then he, this is Cheers uh, Leaf from Maple Grove, and he linked me to a uh, Northern Lights 
display that we apparently are not supposed to miss this week. Northern Lights will grow, glow across the U.S. Uh, he's talking about food acquired at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Hell yeah. At the north end of Hugo. Never a disappointment. Reeves, when did you go Friday? I was there late Friday afternoon to pick up some stuff, and it was packed. The place was... I, uh, oh, see, Friday, so I wasn't here, so you, you didn't call me. And he say you were he tried. Well, you weren't here. Is that what it was? Well, I think, I think we ruled that we he, made he a rule. We did a show without to. you, so yeah. I asked Kenny and Johnny. I picked them up something huh. uh, to to share, and I yeah I, I he said do I, do I have to call Joe and Kenny? And I, I think nah. what we said was the uh, equivalent of this hand gesture <laughs> right here, this <laughs> hand, right there. It's you everything. See it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's everything you've ever wanted at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, and boy, has that become a go-to destination. The sliders for, for I made yesterday and the grill were yeah. outstanding. The oh, boys loved them. So if you're looking for a cheap appetizer, a, 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 a time-saving way to do an appetizer, get some little crostinis, get some ama blue blue cheese, and sear a fillet and bake it in the oven from Grunhofer's. A fillet from Grunhofer's. Yep, slice it and just put it on top. It you, is. Uh, you fantastic. posted a picture. Picture of that yesterday, it looked so good. It was as good as oh, it looked. Man. I swear to God. Was the meat uh, rare? Very. Uh, yes. See, I'd have to have a little more well done. Gonna, yeah, it that's was, not going to work. It wasn't raw, but oh, no, it, was, I, I, it was. You know what? It no. was prepared how it was supposed uh, to. No red Sear at all. it and then bake it at four. Well, how what would Spencer minutes? tell you? Why would you even? Bother he, he would to tell eat me the then. exact same thing. Huh. He doesn't want you to. Any, any butcher or cook will tell you to leave it. There's I don't care bread. what they say. I'm not eating if it, it's if it's bloody. It's not going to happen. Gonna, then you lose all the flavor. You're losing all the juice. Oh, it's going to dry out. You're always right, aren't you? You're always yeah, right. You're just telling me why you're wrong. He's right there. He's not right. arguing with you. He's just telling you why you're wrong. Right. Thank <laughs> you. We're going to be back shortly. <laughs> The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Boy, I was in high clover over the weekend. Yeah. Boy, I bet. Grew up in Matamidi, went to Hill, two state titles under my belt. Boy, am I glad Matamidi ended up winning because I thought they got screwed at the end of regulation. How? By the other team scoring? He was... He knocked the goalie over. No, he did not knock the goalie over. Oh, he, but he was in the crease. Here at plus, at that moment, are you going to take that goal back? We have rules. I know, but I don't think he caused goalie interference. I well, okay. I noticed you argued this on Twitter, Chris, and everybody disagreed with yeah. you. So I know, but he I didn't constitute <laughs> interference. But, well, I didn't. And argue. I'm a Matamidi fan, right, John? I didn't argue. I actually just posed it because yeah, I don't yeah, know what did. the actual rule is. Yeah. That's why I asked. You and can't Chris, be in the crease, and he was backing out of the crease and did not touch the goalie. Mm. Yeah, you can't interfere. Okay. Yeah. Here's John. I, here's John Hines. Before you do that, I was pleased to know that uh, Bill Eckner is a St. Thomas grad, University of St. Thomas, a Cretan grad, and a Nativity graduate. Oh, uh, he. Oh, I'm thinking a Poshel played for Hill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, John Hines. Thank you, Joe. Uh, the big news today, of course, besides coronavirus, is the stock market. Things started badly on Wall Street and haven't gotten much better. Uh, at one point, the Dow down uh, almost 2,000 points. And to be truthful, as oh. I. Uh, as I do this right now, uh, we're recording this, and I suppose it's so. It's twelve forty-five ish. Right now, the Dow is down eighteen hundred eighty-eight points, or seven point three percent. That should that should trigger a shutdown. The S and P is down seven percent, and the Nasdaq is down six point two nine percent. As uh, 
as we're talking here. Oil, uh, I'll oil. be doing this damn show at 1190. We'd like to announce the five-year edition contract extension to the podcast. We'll take turns wheeling you in here, Joe. Yep. We'll each pick a day of the week. Oh, they're going to be all right. Are going to be okay? They're going to be okay. <laughs> I just started contributing again in December to a uh, 401 deal. Okay. Good time to buy. Is it uh, too late to get my money back? No. Good nope. time to buy right I mean, now that you it's can't down. get your money back. Oil prices were down 20%, deepening a route that began when Saudi Arabia and other producers failed to agree on cutting export. Uh, That, on top of the coronavirus worries, have led to the fall. Uh, Now, to coronavirus disease, the second presumptive case of COVID-19 has been detected in Minnesota. Uh, Health officials confirming that on Sunday. According to the Minnesota Department of Health, the patient is a Carver County resident in their 50s who was likely exposed to the coronavirus while traveling in Europe in late February. Uh-oh. Patient first developed is symptoms. one of the drunks on your block, Reavers? Probably. Yeah. Coming into your garage at all hours of the night to steal those beers. <laughs> patient first developed symptoms on Monday, sought health care on Saturday, samples collected, and were found positive on Sunday. The Carver County patient now is in isolation at home. Public health officials are working to identify and notify anyone who may have come into contact with the patient. Uh, The coronavirus having an impact on churches here in Minnesota. Last week, the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis set out new guidelines for clergy during the outbreak. The Reverend John Ubel spoke about the outbreak Sunday during Mass at Cathedral of St. Paul. The Archdiocese has suggested some protocols for parishes, and we are happy to implement those. The Cathedral is temporarily suspending handshaking during the sign of peace. Uh, Those giving out Holy Communion will use hand sanitizer right before that part of the Mass, and holy water was removed uh, by the doors of the cathedral. It always is in Lent, though. What's that? The holy water fonts are always empty in Lent, aren't they? Uh, No, they still, still, man. I just think it's nativity was bone dry Saturday night. You have to do like I learned from my grandpa. uh, This Sunday, I'm going to worship from home. You pulled that one off for about Just 40 years straight. Josh Osteen or whatever, or Billy Graham. I think it was All-Star Wrestling. Well, at our place, at our place, at our place they also uh, suggested strongly uh, do not take communion uh, by your tongue. Take it in your hand. There's still some, Wait, you know, pre, there's still some pre-Vatican II people who right. want to, you know, they go up there and give you right. the whole. Oh, uh, really? Right. Uh, uh, alfalfa uh, deal. Alfalfa, yeah. What now? Oh, and they put the body of Christ right, on your tongue. Right, okay, right. I got you. But now it's more you do it this way and like put that. it in your hand. Put it in your hand. Yeah, uh, do it makes sense. Like people on radio can see what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. Well, I'm not going to judge you. So right. You know, maybe so uh, so. you know just uh, all the help you can. You non-believers over there. Yeah. The U.S. death toll right uh, now. Uh, excuse me. We're called Protestants. That's what it is. <laughs> Still protesting. U.S. death toll right now from coronavirus, 21. The nation uh, worldwide, excuse me, number of infected people now at about 110,000. The Cloquet Police Department in northern Minnesota have now arrested that 33-year-old man they were looking for. Oh, this guy. They'd been looking for him after a woman and toddler were found dead at a home on the Fond du Lac Indian Reservation. Authorities were called to a home in Cloquet on Saturday for a welfare check on a woman and her child. Officers checked the home uh, but were unable to contact or see anyone inside. 
He later obtained a search warrant, found the bodies of the 27-year-old woman and 18-month-old boy inside the house. And we don't know the relationship, right, John? The story Not I read, yeah, they didn't know. Oh, my God, what a horrible story. Cloquet police say with the assistance of Carleton County Sheriff's canine and a state patrol helicopter, they were able to track down the suspect, Sheldon James Thompson, 33 years old. He was arrested in a wooded area on the reservation several miles from the crime scene. Uh, Thompson has a lengthy criminal record dating back to 2004. Names of the victims are being withheld until they are identified and family members are notified. Federal judge has sentenced a New York State man to 366 days in prison for saying he wanted to kill Minnesota U.S. Representative Ilhan Omar. 56-year-old Patrick Carlinio of Addison was sentenced in U.S. District Court in Rochester after pleading guilty in November to threatening to assault and murder a United States official and being a felon in possession of firearms. Minneapolis Democrat had submitted a letter to Judge Frank Geraci soon after the plea asked that he spare Carlino a lengthy prison sentence for calling her Capitol Hill office early last year and threatening to shoot her in the head. The sentence falls at the low end of federal guidelines calling for 12 to 18 months in prison. Also, that 366th day qualifies him to be released upon good behavior after 10 months. Okay, what, what is her motive there? What's her motive? I, 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 is she presenting herself as some kind-hearted soul who would her? say, oh, let's not throw the book at the guy? Apparently. No, yeah. throw the book at the guy. Yeah. But I'm little, not impressed that she's doing this. I think she should have t- hoped the guy got the maximum sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A man was killed, 17 other people injured in a shooting Saturday night at a party thrown by multiple motorcycle clubs in Cleveland. Cleveland police said Sunday that they responded to a call just before midnight Saturday on the city's east side where they found a 48-year-old man dead from multiple gunshot wounds. Many other victims had already left the scene by the time police got there, began showing up at hospitals across the city overnight. Uh, NBC affiliate WKYC of Cleveland reported five of the wounded were in serious condition. Uh, a weird and uh, creepy concept to me here. Shyman, the singing songwriting robot, has been taught to write his own lyrics. By this studying, is where we're at, huh? By oh. studying tens of thousands of songs written by the musical greats. No. Developed by researchers from the Georgia Tech Center for Music Technology, the robot collaborates with human musicians and even has an album coming out in the spring. You know what it's going to come to? <clears throat> You'll be walking down the hall here one day, mm-hmm. and you won't know if the person coming towards you is artificially created. You won't know if it's Yul Brenner or not. Right. I was just thinking, what's the name of that? I can't remember. Westworld. Westworld, thank you. I can remember the name of it. Well, The robot was given a database of 50,000 lyrics covering all genres, including rock, hip-hop, jazz, progressive, as part of its songwriting education. As well as writing the lyrics, the robot can sing them and dance somewhat while performing with... His band, which is made up of Georgia Tech students and researchers. So is he going to end up sounding remarkably similar to uh, Led Zeppelin? <laughs> and maybe go by some funny three-word name? It's already started in the podcast business. Greta Van Fleet? <laughs> I'm not taking the bait. I love Greta Van Fleet. Fleet. It's already uh, started in the side, uh, sidekick so. in a can. Give oh. me a break on this. Are you, <laughs> what? That's not right. So how many genres, how many songs are loaded into this guy's brain? 50,000 lyrics, they said. So 50,000 songs for the genres. I I, I don't know how this robot thing works. So do you think uh, I'd Rather Go Blind is going to come out sounding like Tennessee Whiskey? Maybe. Maybe. 
I don't like the whole concept. I no, don't no, I don't it's either. upsetting. It, it, music is already stagnant enough mm. the way it is. Uh, speaking of music, some deaths in the music world since Friday. Uh, one of the all-time greats, pianist McCoy Tyner, dying at his home at the age of 81. Uh, he made his bones back in the early 60s with John Coltrane's quartet. After leaving Coltrane's band, he put out many heralded solo records while being recognized as one of jazz's top players. Uh, same day, we lost one of the finest guitarists working in the R&B and blues circuit, 66-year-old Charlie Batty, dying of a heart attack. Batty was the founder of Little Charlie and the Nightcats back in the 1980s, put out a string of records. Batty retired from Nightcats around 2008 for health reasons, but still continued to record and play a less strenuous series of concerts. And uh, closer to home here, uh, Bob Protzman has died at the age of 83. Uh, did you know Bob at all? I did. You worked with him, mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. uh, Protzman, or Protz, as his friends called him, was a champion of jazz in the Twin Cities for 30 years. Lowell Pickett, owner of the Dakota Jazz Club in Minneapolis, said everybody who had anything to do with jazz here in the Twin Cities knew him. He was a significant presence for all of those people. Protzman had joined the Air Force after graduating from high school in 1954 in Erie, Pennsylvania, Ran at that point into his longtime love, jazz. Living on a base 65 miles outside of New York City, he and his buddies would go to spots like the Five Spot in Birdland where they saw all the greats play. After his discharge, he returned to Erie, where the late Erie Morning News City editor columnist Hugh Redbar got Bob an interview, and his newspaper career began December 1959. He accepted a post in St. Paul at the Pioneer Press in 1967, where he stayed until he retired in 1998. Nationally well-known for his articles in Downbeat Magazine, Jazz Ed, and Jazz Times. He was also a voting member of the International Jazz Journalists Association. He's in the Minnesota Jazz Hall of Fame, one of only two non-musician members in that group. Newspapers were once so flush. How, How flush, flush were, were they? they? You could have afforded a jazz reporter on the staff. Now you can't cover City Hall. <laughs> can't. It's just pathetic. That wasn't a joke? That wasn't a joke. Okay. San Antonio area woman is accused of robbing Sonic drive-in car hop attendants while her infant children were inside the car with her. Oh. Sonic's the one where they come out. The, the yeah, like a, the old drive-in. Yeah. Put the uh, brakes on a second. Sure. From the archives, here's a September 1st, 1977 piece from Bob Protzman about an 18-year-old prince signing his very first record deal. Mm -hmm. How cool. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. cool. He's got some good stuff on my grandpa, too. Bob was always very nice to my grandpa. Where could a guy go to see all his... Could you find him? Is there a place on the web? I have no idea. There's got to be some archivist that has done that. I can't You'd imagine. you think there would be one place in town where a guy could bring a box of all his old crap. Yeah. I mean, his uh, columns. <laughs> I tried that. St. <laughs> Thomas refused him. Hmm. <laughs> must have been good. Must have been really quality oh, stuff. They, did, they didn't want to spend the money to preserve them, ah. treat them with some chemical or something. Where are they now? I have no idea. You left them there. They're in the basement of the building that the Pioneer Press is in. Right you brought them back. What I never took them. Oh. I brought her a folder as an example. Oh. And she really didn't like that idea. Just saw the winds yeah. coming right out of your yeah. sail there. It's too bad because they're going to end up being lost forever. Well, I can take them home, but I don't think my kids want them. You know, what are they going to do with them? We had some good stuff. I mean, talking about two the or three CP in there. Or two the, or three in there. Yeah. Two or three. I told you. I think I your told turkey you guys. of the year was great. Every that was year. Royce. Oh, whoops! <laughs> I told you guys uh, that thing you did. That story you did about that bike ride you took across yes, Iowa yes. and then up into the Minnesota. Tram. That, the was Jack, that, was, that was Jack Kaufman. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Nick Coleman. 
Maybe it was him oh, too. Maybe it was yeah. The late great. I, uh, a time you went duck hunting with, uh, with uh, that's, that's, Sid and uh, that's Dennis, Bud, Dennis Anderson. But oh uh, <laughs> no, his best was when he left. Uh, he left the wife in uh, the gas station coming back. <laughs> that from was a great Notre one. Dame. That yeah. was a classic Sushere call. That was that was that was Don Riley. That was the eye. That was the eye. <laughs> I can't really remember. I don't have well, any memorable uh, ones on here. I, I guess you, I, we're, we know you wrote, and we Let's think just, you probably did a good job. The Pioneer Press had some great ones. You're under that umbrella. Yeah, somewhere, take that. Yeah, somewhere. Take that. Yeah. Yeah. One you, of the guys. Hold your head, proud. One of the guys. You're one of the guy. guy. Is this in today's paper? I know. I've been sitting on that for about a week. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. How far did Riley make it, by the way? What do you mean? When he left the old lady oh, in the gas station. Got home. <laughs> All the way home? Yeah. Oh, my God. Got home? Just far enough. Got <laughs> <laughs> turn around and go back to Eau Claire. Get Ma. How about the one when you had a couple of good ones. You had some scoops where you're talking about this guy's now doing this guy, this the thing, or they're sidelining and they got different jobs and all sorts of different stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. No? That's Charlie Walters, I think. Yeah, he'd have different. That was Charlie Walters. Yeah, John, are you done or what? No, you wrote a book about yeah, anything. A boat. You're, I, yeah, I've read that. Yeah. I didn't read. I it. I told you guys. I, I just. I think I told you guys. I just found my third copy of Suit at a, a, a Salvation Army store. Yeah. So I now have three copies of it. Fantastic. What, how much was he uh, going for? It was a buck ninety nine. Yeah, uh, that's, you know, that's the one with the nice yeah. picture of Joe. On the is cover. that after you negotiated? <laughs> no, I didn't try. I, I didn't talk <laughs> him down. Hey, I know this guy. It's worth yeah, fifty cents. Right. They were, yeah, Kenny, they were only willing to give him two bucks to take it. <laughs> hey, I can get this guy to sign this if you want. Right. Yeah, I'm good. Let's keep it up. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came to work yeah. today, Joe? Yeah. Uh, anyway, what story was I reading? I have no idea. Uh, oh, the woman robbed one. a Sonic. Yeah, woman one. robbed a Sonic with her kids in the back seat. She was arrested after a Sonic employee told police that she was robbed on February 12th. Uh, in that incident, uh, she was delivering a beverage to Logan's car when the suspect told the victim she had a gun and demanded the money that she had in her apron. Second robbery happened on the following day at a Sonic location in a different area. That time, Logan again pointed a gun at the car hop and demanded cash. The employee noted two infants, later confirmed to be a one-year-old and eight-month-old, were in the backseat of the car that Logan was driving. Authorities were able to track down a license plate. Logan has since been charged with robbery, aggravated robbery, and two counts of endangering a child. All politics are local, and we'll discuss that when at last we return. University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. This is a brief but I think terribly enlightening story. St. Louis Park will move forward with a controversial plan to install a bike lane on a portion of Wooddale Avenue despite resident objections. The City Council approved the plan, uh, I think, a week ago. With members Ann Mavidi, Rachel Harrison, Tim Browson voting in favor, Larry Kraft and Nadia Mohammed and Margaret Rog Raj voted against it. Mayor Jake Spano broke the tie, voting in favor of the bike lane. Residents had fiercely opposed the $556,250 project, which they say would make Wooddale less safe between 44th Street and 42nd and a half Street. The Wooddale section is estimated to cost 250 grand. It also calls 
for the removal of 10 large trees and eliminates most parking on the two-block segment of Wooddale to make way for the bike lane that is part of the Southeast Bikeway. It's a sad day for St. Louis Park, said J.C. Beckstrand, who has lived on Wooddale for 30 years and was among the most outspoken residents. Beckstrand and several others at a public hearing two weeks ago advocated for a pilot in which the city would install a Shero, a lane a bicyclist share with vehicles. They said a shared lane would be a better resolution and in line with the configuration A nearby 44th Street plans for the Southeast Bikeway call for a Shero on its uh, as it's a branch as it branches off Wooddale and goes north along Princeton and Quentin Avenues to Excelsior Boulevard. They also propose moving the Southeast Bikeway over a block west to Browndale Avenue or east to Grimes Avenue. They never considered an alternative, Beckstrand said. The Southeast Bikeway would be one of three bike lanes built in 2020 as part of Connect the Park, the West Metro Suburbs' 10-year plan to add more bikeways, sidewalks, and trails. The city's goal is to get more people out of their cars by prioritizing pedestrians. Right there. Uh, why is that? Why is that? I Right there. I'll, I'll get back to it. Yeah. The city's goal is to get more people out of their cars by prioritizing pedestrians than bicycles in public transit and, lastly, vehicular traffic. City officials said putting the bike lane on Wooddale was the safest option. Wooddale carries 3,200 vehicles a day, about double the traffic on other streets along the southeast bikeway. Okay. They the could, residents fiercely oppose this. Right, right, right. And the people that they've elected to represent them apparently ignore Completely. the voice of the citizen. Completely. The mayor, well, three three council members sided with... Uh, yeah, the, it was a tied vote. It was a tied vote, but the mayor uh, weighs in, and he says, no, we're going to do it. But what happens to you when... These people all presumably live in St. Louis Park. The four no votes, they live in St. Louis Park. Yeah. They're your neighbors and, and your friends. And what happens to the what, what causes them to turn tone deaf when the citizens on Wooddale clearly did not want this? As you clearly said, didn't fiercely, want it. Fiercely, did fiercely not want it. opposed. And the irony of taking down 10 big old trees, which do us a lot of good. Seriously. And, and why is it the? I know the reason because they all drink the climate change Kool Aid. But why is it a city council person's job to get me out of my car? Right. That's my problem, not your problem. What the hell is going on? And it, this is a perfect microcosm of what we're facing in this country. Of course. That our voices yeah. are not being heard. No. And here, here are worse people. yet, Such, they're being heard and, and ignored, ignored, yeah, ignored. summarily discounted. Yep. You I mean, don't know. You're a dumb dumb. And if you're the most avid bike rider, yep. Do you are you really going to place your life in danger to take you know what is that stretch to ride that you that, know that Shero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's so ride ridiculous. At, ride at your own risk is what that's called. Yeah. Plus, how are you? What does this say to? Uh, the elderly, and again, what this is where I've been focusing. What does this say to the young mother of three kids? You don't matter. We no. don't. Right. You, you four votes. You you've reached Mysterian territory here. You're mystery people because you are ignoring families. Mom can't go to Target with three kids on her bike. Would these be the same people that did the anthem? Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Uh, they they're ignoring families. They're ignoring children. Sorry, Pledge of Allegiance, not anything. Yeah. Sorry. They're ignoring families. They're ignoring children. They're ignoring the uh, elderly who can't no longer ride a bike unless it would be a Bintelli e-bike from EcoFund. Right. More about that later in the week. But uh, it's it's got to be so disheartening for this guy that's quoted, Beckstrand. He's lived on the street for 30 years, and, and, and sounds like he and all of the neighbors on the street were opposed to this, and they're completely ignored. What, what's... What, remind me again what happened in your town where the residents didn't want something. Oh, yeah. They ended up not getting it, but then they in turn are being punished by the city or the mayor or the council, oh. and their road, their street isn't going to be fixed or put curbs in or something. I don't remember Yeah, the it's details. in a very nice part of town, just uh, a block east of River Boulevard okay. and just south of uh, uh, St. Thomas University okay. there. That's a nice place. Yeah. And there's no, uh, there's no uh, sidewalks. sidewalks there. That's what it was, and they, the all the neighbors unanimously uh, decided. Well, this is one of the reasons we love living here. It's it's very quaint. We don't want to lose our trees. We've been getting along just fine for a hundred years. We don't need sidewalks in this city. Said, so, well, fine. Then you go to the bottom of the list if you ever need any uh, uh, road and water repair around here. You go to the bottom of the list. <laughs> so, that's so petulant. Isn't that something? <laughs> we got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Well, how about this? Wow. More recent example was the trash fiasco. Yeah. Uh, look, if people, if you don't go along with the city-organized trash plan, says Carter, uh, I'll just raise your property taxes to pay for it. In other words, you're getting it whether you want it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no complaints, by the way. It's working out. I don't care. I mean, you, at some point, you just end up saying, I don't care. Yeah, they just wear you down, and they know they're going to wear you down. You think they'll, be, like in the case with the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, because they ultimately felt the wave of public criticism and caved in and reversed their decision, will the same thing happen here? I have no idea, but too much, too much attention is given— uh, a disproportionate amount of concern is extended to bicyclists in a state where you only can dry, uh, ride a bike about five months a year. If these if these morons at the St. Louis Park City Council think that bicycling will ever become a uh, conventional form of transportation, they're crazy. It is for a few really well-fit people who uh, apparently have the kind of job that would allow them to ride their bike back and forth to it, and maybe some of them are so gifted they even ride in the winter. But that's that's such a small that's, percentage. That's two people, right? I got I go by this bike path every day. On was it Pelham? Mm-hmm. Yep. I see maybe a cyclist every two weeks. <laughs> that's a gnarly hill. Yeah, every two weeks. And and the uh, the disdain that the left has for the automobile uh, is really taking a toll. A, a, an emailer alluded to it earlier, talking about the bigger and bigger cars. Uh, yes, those those bigger and bigger trucks and SUVs they do help you on horrible streets. You're not going to fall apart, uh, but you don't see any urgency from the left to accommodate the vehicle. Well, and not to mention the bigger vehicles. Which is, again, it, sorry, yep. again, that's that's turning your nose at families, mm-hmm. at families, at kids. We bought the Traverse, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons was safety. You know, when she's hauling the boys, 
Yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm ter- terrified of the texters. Yep. I don't want her in a small vehicle. So you're not riding your bike? No. Oh. But that, same thing here. If you're on a bike, you're you're putting your life in the hands of people that don't pay attention are, when they're are, driving. That don't see you. Yeah. yeah. The case of Pelham, I also drive that uh, every morning on the way in, and that's looking at it at a map right now. Uh, four, For, it, Pelham runs from the river up over ninety four uh, to Franklin, right? Yeah. And that section you're talking about, where the they have bike lanes, goes from the river up to uh, Wabash. Yep. And along the way, there's residents. And what what really would have bothered me if I would have lived over here oh. is they took away on-street parking for one, two, three, four, five blocks. Mm-hmm. Five blocks mm-hmm. where residents now have to park a half a mile away or it's down crazy. the corner, around the corner. You can't look out your house and see if your car is safe or not. Right. Because mm-hmm. your car is a half a block away. It's just unbelievable. And you're right. I hardly ever see bike riders on that thing. And and I'm I'm giving up my my lobbying efforts uh, to get the, you know, the 45-year-old guy or gal uh, to run for office. They want no part of it. They want no part of it. I know all outstate GLers are probably going, yeah, big deal. I hear yeah. suits talking about Pelham all the time, but Pelham it, it's more than just a tiny little one deal little bike right. lane it's a two-way deal yep and the bike lane takes up just as much if not more than the car lanes do it used to be a nice little stretch of road to drive yeah and now it's it's harrowing yeah it, it really is and if there's a let's say a, a delivery truck making a delivery let's say a southbound uh on Pelham, delivery truck is parked in front of somebody's house. You you you, you can't, can't get, get around them. You can't get if by there's it. other traffic coming. You can't. You have to just and wait. On those fresh snow days where I'm coming in here at five in the morning and there's a fresh blanket of snow, there's always fresh car tracks in. Oh yeah, the bike lane. Whoops. <laughs> and it's not people having fun. It's people like Chris said who are just checked out and dumb. Don't expect right there to be a bike <laughs> yes, lane there. Yes. And their blinkers probably on the right. whole totally, way. Totally, totally. <laughs> Thomas Lyman, uh, writing from Mahabalapuram, India, Puram, India, wants us to know that on this day in 1913, uh, early this morning, a plainclothes policeman is beaten and thrown out of a room at the St. Paul Hotel. State legislators were gathering there with their friends. The officer returned with six more coppers. They threw a fight. They threw one guy uh, out a window and... Uh, he wants us to know that politics were dirty even back then. I bring this up because, uh, A, I'm really appreciative of someone in India who wants us to know this day in history in Minnesota. But number two, do any of you know that there's a word for when you're thrown out a window? Uh, yes. What is oh, it? Oh, God. It's, a, it's an interesting word. It is. Huh. Um, 86 is all I know. Ejected? No. no I think I'm going to get it wrong, but I know the I know enough that we can look it up. What, is it fenestration? Fenestration, yes. Or is it, ah, or is it defenestration? Right. It, no, it's. Well, you might be. Right. Look up fenestration. Defenestration. For defenestration. 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 It's being tossed out a window. Wow. Fenestration: the arrangement of windows and doors on the elevations of a building. The condition of being fenestrate. A surgical operation where it's a new... Oh, that's not it either. Fen- fenest- f- fenestra is the Latin word for window. Well, John Camp, writing as John Sanford, is, is the only guy... I, I, it's the only time I've ever seen the word was in one of his novels. 
That's when Kenny gets mad and puts the book down and starts cursing the author. Because you don't know the word? For needlessly throwing Oh, words I think it's like neat. That. Defenestration. Okay, yeah. I saw it in a news story and <laughs> yeah. I don't remember I do why. too. I remember that, Jim. Yeah. I, I don't really. And I had, well, to, had to look it up. Well, wasn't there a horrible story this last week about this very thing? Yeah, Is that why defenestration, you... the act of throwing someone out a window. I don't know what the horrible story was this week. Well, jo- John, help me. Wasn't there a woman who this happened with? Throw out a window. Uh, her child. Well, oh, there's the, the lady that yeah. the threw her off a bel- threw him off a balcony. Off a balcony. Oh, I'm, you I'm know sorry. what that word that is to me? It's very unprepossessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Karen <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> of, Karen Cooper of Hancock, Michigan, sent me the uh, Peanuts cartoon that I believe appeared yesterday, and she said it re- it, it reminded her of me, and it was uh, Linus patting birds on the head. Oh, and the birds like to, be, to like to be patted on the head. And Scott Matura, uh, pushing back, writes, just enjoyed a best beer today after an a- afternoon of skiing and some father-daughter time with my stepdaughter, and this was our view. There's the view in Montana. Nice. Gazing That's out a million-dollar view. Into, the, into the forest, isn't oh, it? Oh, I think I got this email, too. Yeah. Into the forest. Let's come back with uh, today's best beer segment. Now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. What's the market right now, Johnny? Right now, as we speak, it is down 1,888, 7.3%. That's at 119 Central Time. Yes. Greetings, boys. Needed to let you know how my brothers and I ruined my dad's best beer for years. He used to send us to get him a beer after a hard day's work. After the beer passed through each of our hands, there were four of us, my dad was lucky to get a splash. We sure learned how to get the most from our little sip. Keep up the good work, uh, Dave. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! I grew up in Highland Park in a family of German immigrants. Beer, brat, sauerkraut, herring, and potatoes were staples of my childhood. When we were kids, we got to drink baby beer, non-alcoholic beer. One of my best beers was opening my lunchbox in kindergarten and taking out a can of beer. (laughs) I had to explain it to my fellow kindergartners and the teacher. I clearly remember their surprised expressions, and I also remember laughing to myself. It was delicious. Love the podcast. I never miss it. Sophia in St. Paul. I never heard of that. Baby beer. I didn't know you could get it. Right. Little baby cans. When my wife was pregnant with our oldest son, yeah. well, this isn't any beer, she was pregnant. We sure. toured the Coors facility when we were out in Denver visiting her family. The look that this woman gave her. <laughs> she was just posing, and it was an N.A. beer. She wasn't even going to drink it, but, oh, man, people but were not happy. Can you imagine what would happen in a St. Paul public school today if a kid oh, brought a ugh. can of beer? Suspension. Oh, hazmat teams. Parents throwing in jail. firemen. Uh This isn't one specific beer, but a summer of beers. I was 19 in 1983 and working for the B.F. Goodrich Warehouse and Retail Store down by the West Bank of the U of M. I couldn't work the tire machine good enough, so the shop manager said I'd be better off in the warehouse, unloading semi-trucks of tires and putting them away in the warehouses and loading customer orders. No air conditioning, no fans, just me and the smell of tires in the hot and humid summer. Semi-truck tires got stacked 10 high, and you couldn't ask for help until numbers 8 through 10. 
A guy could work up a thirst after a hard day's work. By the end of the day, happy hour at the joint, Whiskey Junction, Montanitas, just walking distance from work, supplied some of the best beers ever, Gary in Mendota Heights. Montanitas? Yeah. On Franklin? I don't know. I don't have an address for it, Kenny. Huh. Well, Whiskey Junction. Oh. He said West Bank, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, he means Montanitas. Uh, well, they used to have a twice-a-day happy hour where you'd... We'd go in there and buy one beer and eat about 20 tacos for free. (laughs) With all this best beer talk continuing on a daily basis, I figure I would chime in with my submission. The Dream Vacation Beer. Yes, that is the Matterhorn in Switzerland rising above the mug in the attached picture. The trip was originally scheduled for our 25th wedding anniversary in August of 2018. However, in June of that year, I was involved in a severe trauma accident. I won't bore you with the details. The trip was canceled, and I spent the next six months recovering from my injuries, and my wife and I thought the dream was lost. I was fortunate to fully heal, and we finally did make the journey in May of 2019, enjoyed the best beer of our lives at the foot of the Matterhorn on a clear day. For our next dream vacation, we are planning to visit the bratwurst capital of the world in Hugo and make our first trip to (laughs) Grunhofer's. Matt Puro, first-time emailer but loyal listener from Bermidji. Uh, P.S. Zermatt, Switzerland is a car-free town, and we sure it sure would have been nice to have a Bentelli e-bike from EcoFun to have gotten around. Nice. I love the way you you listeners plug our people. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Love, to, love to plug the people. And here's a guy who wants me to write a book. I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> Hi, Joe. I've sent you this message before, but I'm sending it again because, well, maybe you didn't pay any attention to it before. Could you write a book about the newspaper industry during your time in it? Think of the things you've seen, hot type and making up pages, women becoming empowered, computers invading the newsroom, the internet and online news sources competing with the newspapers, Craigslist taking away the newspaper's classified ads, the decline of the newspaper all of America. That that sounds too mechanical. I want stories. Also think of the great newspaper people you've known. Yes. Uh, Okay. Uh, I just think your career spans a great watershed in the newspaper business. Uh, he wants me to write this book. I, it's a nice thought. It's a nice thought. Uh, I'll, I'll think about it, I guess. Uh, I'd have to think of my angle. Good luck selling it. Yeah. That's another good point. Let's bring it right to Half Price Books. And it's, uh, yeah, and that wasn't meant as an <laughs> Have insult. Have your book release at Half Price it's Books? It's just who, who, you know. I, uh, I had a fellow call me yesterday with a great observation. Uh I, I did a Sunday column on why I just considered the evils of Bernie Sanders. And I mentioned a bunch of books that people should read, including the uh, Tom Rob Smith trilogy and Amor Towles, Gentleman in Moscow, Bill Browder's book, For The Red no. Notice. And uh, it garnered about, it's it's growing, but at last, last look, 76 comments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And invariably, every single comment was... On my side, yes, Bernie's a danger, uh, communism is bad, the whole thing. The same guy who read those comments decided to see what people on Facebook were saying. And invariably, the Facebookers were condemning me, comment after comment. Hmm, interesting. Well, but f- figure it out that Facebook would be the appealing tool to somebody who probably doesn't read newspapers. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, so the newspaper readers... They liked the column, mm-hmm. and the and the uh, you know the Facebookers were saying, "You get off my lawn, you old white yeah, man, yeah. you know, boomer." Yeah. 
Okay, Boomer. Okay, right. Boomer. So, okay, Boomer. So this was basically, I mean, that none of that surprised me, but this so this was obviously your first... Because uh, I'm not a Facebook person. Right. I, and in fact, when uh, listeners send me links to things they have found on Facebook, I can never see them. Because you don't have an account. Because I don't have a Facebook account, nor mm-hmm. will I ever. The show does, but you do not right. personally. Right. I, I yeah. personally do not have one, so I, I'm never on Facebook. Well, I just showed Kenny something before the show. There was, I, I found a funny photo. Uh, it was a young woman uh, with the shocked face, and the, and the caption just basically read, voted for Bernie Sanders, and then underneath it just says, shocked that rent just went up, or, or something right, to that right. effect. Right. Well, I posted it last Wednesday or Thursday. And it's gotten a ton of activity, and it ended up just people arguing with one another is what it ended up yeah, turning yeah, into. Yeah. Mostly that's what happens on the comments to a newspaper story, Correct. too. Yeah. You know, you get five reasonable comments, and then you can start fighting with each other. Right. Uh, the guy who wants me to write a book is Mike Norgon. Thanks, Mike, for that, uh, for that email. Uh, I did get an email, and it's not beer-related, but uh, this guy is telling me that he has a Russian friend who is a sound technician, and a check one two, and a check one two. <laughs> the TSA didn't want you, huh? Right. Yeah. So they they sent me home. I, that was my last joke that I a Russian sound technician and a check one two and a check one two. Welcome back. Thank you for welcoming welcoming me back with open arms, uh, Suchi Boy. I'm sorry, Joey. Why don't you give that TSA training another shot? Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, i got to wait six months. Just get out there and give it another shot. we got to ride her out for about six months. I think you can do it. I think the garage door opens up again. As we sign off today, the Dow is down 1970. Okay. 1970. That's almost 8%. I want my money back. I looked at grills at Frats the other day. You did? Uh, Yeah. And? Well, I didn't make a purchase. Oh, uh, you're just glancing down. at him. I market's down. Market's down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get you a nice one from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden well, They got stores. some beauties. Yes, yes they, they also do. have smokers. I almost bought a smoker instead of the grill that I did from yeah. the Eden Prairie store, but I needed a grill. Yeah. Do you smoke with charcoal? No, you dummy. I smoke cigars. Oh. I, I don't look down. <laughs> wow. Let's just get the hell out of here. Check one, two. Check Check one, two. two. Check podmn.com on your computer or your phone app. Podmn for all of your Minnesota podcasts, including Garage Logic.